This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. Cannot be ashamed of the gospel. For it's the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. Amen. You ought to be a witness to Jesus. Amen. Everywhere that you go. Amen. And many times you don't have to open your mouth. Just be it. Like Nike said, just do it. And you'll be all right. Amen. Amen. Once again, everybody feel all right today? Amen. Good to see you all. Thank you very much. Amen. Amen. God is good, isn't he? All right. God bless you. Let me get on into our text today. Out of the book of St. Luke, if you will, the 18th chapter of St. Luke. The 18th chapter of St. Luke. Amen. And I want you to look there at verse Amen, uh, 35 of the 18th chapter of St. Luke, verse 35. Amen. And these are the words that you will find. It reads as follows. And it came to pass that as he was come nigh unto Jericho, a certain blind man, amen, sat by the wayside begging, and hearing the multitude pass by, he asked what it meant. And they told him that Jesus of Nazareth passes by. And he cried, saying, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And they which went before rebuked him, that he should hold his peace. But he cried so much more, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood and commanded him to be brought unto him. And when he had, or when he was come near, he asked him, saying, What will thou that I shall do unto thee? And he said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Receive thy sight. Thy faith save thee. And immediately, amen, he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise unto God. You may be seated. Verse 35 to 43 of this 18th chapter of Luke's writing. Amen. We ask God if he would add other blessings to the reading, the hearers, but again, especially to the doers of his words. Amen. Rakishan, can you give me just a little bit more on these right here, please, sir? Amen. God is still good, isn't he? All right. I want you to pray with me just for a few minutes today. If you're not too mean, look at your best neighbor in the eye. Amen. Look at your neighbor, your best neighbor. You get, 
You got four. You got one behind you, one in front of you, two on the side of you. Amen. Look at them and tell them these words. Say, it's my time now. Tell them a little loud. It's my time now. Amen. That's what I want to talk about today for a few minutes. It's my time now. My brothers and my sisters today, we're living in an unpredictable world. We're living in semi-perilous times. And I said semi because the full effect of perilous time, many other events have to take place before they come in. But these are forerunners like John the Baptist was to Jesus. John the Baptist was the forerunner to Jesus, meaning that he had a responsibility to lay the pathway what? Make the pathway what? Straight. And then because of him being so proficient in what he was doing, so serious about what he was doing, all of the Jews and the people of that time knew that Jesus was to come. But they did not know when, neither did they know where or how. Well, because John was the busiest person around doing sanctified and doing, amen, righteous and doing things that was bring glory to God, they began to think that John must be, amen, the Messiah. He must be the Jesus that we are awaiting and looking to show up. He must be, he must be. And so there was a, a group that was sent out, amen, to question John to find out his true identity of what his purpose was, being in the wilderness, crying out, repent for the kingdom of, amen, of heaven is at hand. So they asked John the question, are you, who are you and who, gave you power to do what you're doing. And John didn't necessarily respond to them in the way they would want him to, but he did share with him them that there is one that is mightier than he was and that he was not even, amen, worthy to unlatch his sandals or the string of his shoes. The Bible keeps on telling us that John was just a voice crying out in the wilderness, repent. What do we need here in these United States today is a John that can declare amen, repent. Have you ever noticed that people don't repent anymore? Have you noticed that? They'll say they're sorry, but they won't repent. They'll say they won't do it no more, but they won't repent. Repent is turning from where you are 180 degrees. Come on, talk to me somebody. I know somebody used to sing this song. He turned me all the way around. That means you right back where you started. Amen. <laughs> I want you to know, amen, you got to make, amen, a half a turn. Because a complete circle is 360 degrees. And if half of it, that means you have turned your back on what you're leaving. Come on, talk to me. Amen. I know I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen. But 
But I just want you to know that we serve a mighty good God. We're here today, amen, to let you know that it's your time now. The Bible declared that there was, that, that, that was the word went out. It went out on social media that Jesus was coming to town. It went out on YouTube. It went out on Twitter. Amen. There was some chatting about it. So everybody knew that Jesus was coming to town. As always, when the most important guests come to our home, we spend a day or two, sometimes weeks in advance, cleaning up, throwing away, throwing stuff under the bed, back in the closet, dirty clothes on the back porch. I wish I had a witness in here. Dishes, amen, have been put in cabinets, amen. Don't want them to see the ones you eat out of is mixed, mate. Y'all will talk to me in a few minutes. You don't have a full set of nothing. Knives don't match, spoons don't match, forks don't match. It's from about four or five different sets of spoons. I wish I had a witness in here. Amen. But the, you're not eating the spoon. You're not eating the plate. You're eating with the spoon from the plate that mama have prepared. Let the church say amen. I want you to know that Jesus is coming. And so in the fact that they knew that Jesus was coming, they not only did they clean up their homes and uh, cut the grass and manicured and edged it, amen, and amen, made sure that everything was well. They not only cleaned up their residence, but they cleaned up the city. They cleaned up the town. They wanted all of the people who was considered to be rejects to be, amen, Bust out of town. I wish they had a witness in here. They wanted all of the blind men, all of the, the lame, amen, those who couldn't hear, those who had deficiencies and problem ailment, amen, diseases and those kind of things. They wanted to usher them out of town because they didn't want Jesus to see. I wish they had a witness in here. They did not want Jesus to see those people who was a nuisance to the leadership. Y'all going to talk to me in a minute. Amen. When people have some handicap, we don't have much patience. We are set it there in the way. Come on, talk to me. But you never know, amen, until something of that nature happens to you. I wish I had me a witness in here. You remember this, and I'll say some things. I'm saying something now that maybe you won't like, but it's okay. I'm not running a popularity contest. Amen. And that is this. When your neighbor's daughter got pregnant out of wedlock, it was the worst thing to talk a town. Amen. You thought the whole house was, a, was nothing but the devil. But when your granddaughter got pregnant, I wish they had a witness in it. Yeah, it didn't happen on the first generation, but it happened on your grandchildren. I wish they had me a witness in here. And the same thing that you wanted to measure to that person, amen, that you didn't think was going to happen to yours. But I got news for you. All of us in here are X something. Y'all are talking a minute. The only thing I'm trying to tell you is that it doesn't have to stay that way. 
That's what repenting is all about, is becoming godless sorrow. As the songs a few minutes ago that were saying, amen, you, you said you would never go back again. Come on, talk to me. Amen. But I want you to know that you don't have your anchor, amen, on Jesus. You will vacillate, amen, every day in and every day out. So what they did was they took all of the main folks, all of the, amen, sick people, all of the lame people, all of those that had problems. They wanted to clean up the town, amen, from things that did not appear to be what they wanted it to be. They didn't want Jesus to see the lame man. They didn't want Jesus to see the blind. Didn't want him to see the halt. Didn't want to see them who had mental illness challenges. I wish they had me a witness in here. I want you to know my brothers and sisters, amen. The word was out that Jesus was on his way in town. Amen. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the scribes, all of the big shots. Amen. Now, you know, people don't have a problem, amen, being called big shot. Amen. They don't have a problem being called big dog. Amen. But if you call them little dog or just call them a dog, amen, you may have to have a 38 on your hand. I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, we are some pride and proud people that we want to be recognized as that we are somebody. And I want to suggest to you, you are who you say you are. Because as a man thinking, so is he. Well, the stage was set, amen. The, the face lift, amen. The upgrades was made in the town square because Jesus was coming to town. Well, you know how it is that you have a way of doing your best when important people are coming. We want to impress them to let them think, amen, that this is just the way I live. I've got news for you today, my brother and sister. One of the biggest lies we have in our house is the living room. I wish I had a witness in here. Did you hear what I said? I said one of the biggest lies that we have in our home is the living room. Amen. The very best of furniture in there. The very best of chairs and carpet lamps. Y'all gonna talk. Pretty paint, amen, and all kind of dressings on, amen, our tables. We have pictures on the wall, amen, and we know that that is, amen, a wonderful and a beautiful room. But then here come a law, you better not go up in there. I wish I had a witness in here. And then you talk about when some folk come in, come on in and make yourself at home. He just told a lie. I wish I had a witness in here. Yeah, yeah, just come on in and I'll tell you what it said. You got to understand, amen, you got to be careful when you know important people are coming to your house. The Bible says, amen, in this text, amen, after these people were all put out of the, ex amen, the outskirts of town, amen, soon here come Jesus. They had already mapped out, amen, how they were going to walk him through the city. They're going to walk him through, amen, their neighborhood. Walk him through, amen, the most expensive route that they could think of because they wanted to impress Jesus. 
I wish I would have been there. If they would have asked me, I would have told you he already know the ending before the beginning. He know that you are who you say you are, but you are worse than what you think you are. I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, God, amen, love the whole world. That's what it is recorded in John 3.16. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. This thing is about living beyond death. Death is only, amen, a resting place. It is a place, amen, that when God get ready to bring us really home, the Bible says he'll wake us all up. In other words, we'll be sleeping in a grave. That's why the term you sleeping, because you can wake up a person that's sleeping. But a person that's dead, it takes the power of God. Kind of get me a witness in here. What am I saying when I say, amen, that you just going to sleep for a little while? But if you accepted Jesus before death, I want you to know all things will work all in your favor. I'll preach if you pray, but I'll preach if you don't pray. Because I believe that the power of prayer is in Mount Pleasant. I believe, believe that there are some praying mothers in here. There are some praying fathers, amen, some praying choir members. There are some praying musicians and members of this church because prayer have kept you along the way, amen, because if you learn just how to pray, our God, not only did he hear Daniel in the lion den, you got to understand what got Daniel in the lion den. Can I tell y'all, prayer got him in a lion den, and prayer got him out the lion den. You just got to learn how to stay with what you believe, because the God that we serve want us all to have a praise with the fruit of our lips, amen, to tell him thank you for yesterday, and we praise you for right now. Tomorrow is not promise, amen, but all we got is right now. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but the Bible tells us that there is a time and a season for any and everything. It's time to weep and it's time to mourn. It's time to laugh and it's time to cry. It is a time to plant, and then there is a time to reap what has been planted. There is a time for you, amen, to give God thank you, and then also let him know how much you love him. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but they put this man out of town. And the Bible said that while he was there, he was in a, plain, a strange place. He was in a place that he wasn't familiar with where he was going to sleep. He was in a place he wasn't, didn't know what he was going to eat. Because the folks who had the ability to give him food rejected him and put him and others out of town. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I got to tell you that Jesus is on his way back. 
You better be sure that your house is in order. Amen. And your mind is made up. You better be sure that your anchor holds and grips a solid rock. You ought to be able to tell yourself every now and then that Jesus is the lily in my valley. He brighter than the morning star. He my alpha and my omega, my first and my last. He is my beginning and my ending. <coughs> and heal the joy of my salvation. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I got a question to ask Mount Pleasant. Do you have any joy? Let the church say amen. I said, do you have any joy? You ought to know one thing that's power when you got some joy. Because the scripture said the joy of the Lord is my strength. When somebody tell a lie on you, you ought to depend on your joy. When somebody call you everything but a child of God, you ought to thank God that the joy that I have, you didn't give it to me, and I won't let you take it away. Hey God, all right. How my friends are doing it. I'm doing pretty good myself. Let the church say amen. And if you don't mind taking a praise break, you ought to lift up your voice to Zion and Jesus is the best thing that ever happened to me. Hey God, all right. I come to tell you that can't nobody do me like Jesus. Ain't God all right. If you know he won't do you no harm tonight, go on and tell him thank you. Because thank you is what I need to tell you. Thank you because I'm feeling that time is winding up but I wish they had me a witness anybody in here been talking to the Lord anybody in here know that this one thing just a little talk with Jesus makes everything it makes it all right if he been good to you why don't you just say yes if he made a way for you, why don't you tell him thank you? If he been bread on your table, put food in your table, put water in your glass, clothes in your closet, shoes under your bed. You got a good health and got a little strength. Everybody that know he been good to you, just all to tell him, Thank you, Lord, because it could have been me outdoor. It could have been me with no clothes, no food. But the God I serve, he did not allow this thing to be. Won't he do it? Won't he put running in your feet? Won't he put peace? in your heart and if you know you got Jesus 
all in your soul. Somebody ought to say, yeah. I kept on reading. One day I read upon the scripture, and the scripture said, let the redeemed of the law say so. I don't hear y'all. If you know you've been redeemed, you ought to tell him thank you. If you know he made a way for you, you ought to tell him thank you. If you know he's been running and no 99 and a half won't do, won't you just tell the world, I found me a savior and he, sweet I know, what is his name? What's his name? If you know your name, power in the name of Jesus. I said power in the name of Jesus. If nothing don't move you, you ought to try Jesus. And you're all right. Can I go? Go on to my seat. I want you to know one thing. The Bible declares that this blind man, he had a place, he had a plan. I wish I had a witness, and he had a praise. Everybody in here ought to at least have a praise. You don't have to dial 911 to get your praise. You don't have to do anything but open your mouth. Throw back your head, look to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, and say, yeah, it's you, oh Lord, that gave me my joy, and you're all right. Can I close the Bible declare, Jesus showed up. They were leading him from place to place, but don't you know Jesus? He's omnipotent, he's omnipotent, he's omniscient, he's omnipresent. He saw that blind man on the Jericho road. He kept on walking. They tried to pull him this way and that way. But Jesus said, I am a burden bearer. I am a heavenly sharer. He looked at the magistrate, all the Pharisees, all the scribes, and all the Sadducees, and said, you know what? The well don't need a doctor, but I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. The Bible declared he went down the road where the blind man was, and when he got close, the Pharisee had tried to turn Jesus away from the man. But I heard anybody in here know that when Jesus is in the house, it's a different kind of prayed up in here. It's a different kind of fragrance in here. It's a different kind of feeling in here. And you're all right. Do you know him? Have anybody tried him? What is his name? What's his name? Jesus kept on walking. The blind man 
Say, you know one thing I, I never heard noise like this. What's going on? Somebody said, Jesus is on the street. I with the head of winner. I hear the blind man say, Oh, master. Oh, Jesus. Son of David. Yes. Have mercy on me. They pull Jesus a little bit faster. The blind man. The Jesus of Nazareth. Have mercy on me. Jesus, stop. He said, hush. Somebody calling my name. Ain't all right. I heard him tell a man, be quiet. Don't call his name. Be still. Don't call his name. But all of a sudden, Jesus turned around, looked at the man, told the man, what do you want for me to do for you? He said, I've been blind. Can't see a tweeting bird. I'm blind. Can't see a flower. I'm blind. Can't see the children. But I hear the blind man say, well, Jesus, if you will, let me see what I've never seen before. Ain't it all right? If you know it real, say yeah. The blind man say, it's my time now. It's my time now. Look at somebody. Tell somebody, it's my time right now. I got joy right now. I got my peace right now. I got love in my heart right now. You can't stop me. I know too much about him because he'll make me run. Nobody behind me. He'll make me cry. Nobody bother me. Ain't you all right? Ain't you all right? If he been good, let me hear you say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Say yeah. Hey. Say yeah. I got Jesus all in my feet. I got Jesus all in my hand. He walks with me. He talks with me. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Say yes. It's my time. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. 
You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melton Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.